Freaks. It's Monday, August 15th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, you gave my four-year-old daughter a lesbian haircut. Plus, I was attacked by bees and almost lost a leg to a lawnmower. Sarah Palin got dick-zoomed. And we follow a pervert picking up a dumb child at Walmart. All this was your voicemails today. Today's episode of Distorted View Daily is brought to you by this weekend's Starving Artist Sale, Saturday and Sunday at the Cleveland Expo Center. Boats, big fucking yachts, seascapes, oceans, lighthouses. These are just some of the shitty paintings you'll find at the Cleveland Expo Center this weekend. Seagulls flying high towards a glowing orange sun, $20. A sailboat on a calm summer night, $20. A lakeside cabin, $20. Big paintings to cover up holes in your walls. Little paintings to decorate a never-used guest bedroom. No-name artists trying to scrape together rent money. Make them an offer. Chew them down to $10. They'll even hang the paintings in your house. These are very desperate people who made a very poor career choice. Their bad life decisions are your ticket to mediocre artwork cheap. Come check out the assholes who watch one too many episodes of Bob Ross's The Joy of Painting this weekend at the Cleveland Expo Center. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. The vagina is full of ace. A lot of uh, hot liquid poo just went out all at once. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you. Starting a new week of programs. Got a great one for you today. Let me just tell you, I had a very bad, a trying weekend. Most of it has to do with uh, me making the strategic mistake of leaving the fucking house. Actually, not even really leaving the house, just going outside. That has become problematic for me. It's been raining a lot here and since a nasty and uh, the grass situation is out of control. Our yard, both front and back, has about 10 trillion trees and bushes obstacles things for me to navigate also the house is on a giant hill so mowing the yard is a lot of fun i actually have uh, this lawnmower it's one of those toro personal pace lawnmowers it's like uh, you know when you squeeze the handle it starts to roll forward it's really helpful when you're like mowing on hills and treacherous land like where i live it's a little self-propelled, so it you know it helps going up hills and stuff. Well, that's broken. I got halfway up the front yard, and the lawnmower started rolling back on me. It was it was it was almost toppling on top of me, and I got my foot and leg caught in <laughs> not where the blade is at. I didn't get my I didn't get my leg chopped up, but the lawnmower was like rolling down the hill and, and, and toppling over sideways, and I got my leg <laughs> stuck around inside where the handle is if i don't know if you can picture that but i don't even know how i got in that position the lawnmower was rolling back turning over and i I lifted my leg up and the lawnmower kept coming at me and i put my leg down and then it was inside the lawnmower i I, look i don't know what the fuck was going on i was i was it all happened so fast and again i'm on display for the whole fucking neighborhood because i'm in the middle of this uh this hill that's just like wide open for everyone to see it was rather embarrassing. I, I had to abort. So if you drive past my house, you will see 
uh, a half-done front yard. I had every intention to, you know, get back up on that horse and, and finish the job. But again, in my head, I was uh, trying to use strategy here. Our front yard, you've got this, you know, big front yard that's on a hill. And then there's the driveway. And then uh, on the other side of the driveway, there's another patch of land that's on a hill. And half of that area of grass is ours. And half of it is the next door neighbor's. That is a real bitch to mow. And so I thought, while I still have some strength, because this is quickly wiping me out, I better do that really nasty little patch that's next to the driveway. More trees and bushes to navigate. It's all awkward, and the grass was getting tall, and I didn't want our neighbors to think we you know, weren't mowing our grass, and I don't want her mad at us, right? So I'm pushing this. I, I literally have to put all my weight leaning up against this lawnmower to get it to move up this hill. If you saw this thing, you, you, you wouldn't even think it's a hill, probably. But for some reason, it's a big deal when, when you're mowing without a self-propelled fucking lawnmower. Anyway, that's not even the problem. The problem with this little patch, as I learned the hard way, is that um, uh, there is a yellow jacket nest deep within some little pocket of grass that I hit. I didn't even know fucking yellow jackets nested in the ground. To, to me, bees, yellow jackets, hornets, they're all the same thing. That's what I initially thought anyway. Friday, I learned yellow jackets have nests in the ground, and they really don't like it when you step on them. They do that thing where they all sort of coordinate and swarm at you, and I was stung about a gazelle or bitten. I don't even know what they do. I don't know what, you know, I don't know when bees sting or bite, but whatever yellow jackets do, they did to me about a gazillion times. Thankfully, it was all on my legs. Like, I, you know, I, I didn't get stung in the face. It wasn't like a my girl situation. I mean, it hurt. And first of all, let me just say, if you lived in my neighborhood, boy, did you get a show on Friday. Look at that queer trying to mow the lawn. The lawnmower is falling on top of him. He's getting his legs stuck in it. He almost chopped off his foot with a blade. Then he continues. Oh, tenacious little queer. He mows over a fucking yellow jacket nest. And then this fruit goes fl Oh, man, I went flying in the house. I was screaming. Like, ah! I was screaming for Lord Douche. Not, like, he couldn't do anything about it. They were just all coming at me. And you know what uh, they do? What the, the bees do? The, the yellow jackets do when you run? They follow you. And uh, they, they, they followed me into the house. I still think we have a few in here. We lost track of them. But uh, so it, it hurt when I initially got stung. And then afterwards, there was like this like pulsing pain right where it wouldn't hurt all the time but you would just you'd feel it every couple i don't know seconds or minute I'm like ah you could definitely feel like where it was stung but it wasn't that bad like the aftermath wasn't as bad at least initially like the first i, I figured like oh my leg's gonna swell up but for the first couple hours i didn't really feel anything even a day later i, I kept looking down at my leg and i could feel where i got stung but there wasn't like big red marks or anything I tolerate bee stings pretty fucking well. Although today, like now I can I can I can feel where it's swelling up. I'm having like a delayed reaction, but it, it's definitely itchy and swollen and red. And uh, that was my that was my weekend. Still haven't finished mowing the grass. I'm afraid I don't want to I don't want to get stung again. I don't want to go back out there. I'm not exactly sure where the nest is at. If just if like a few of you freaks could sign up for yearly sideshow memberships. That would be really helpful to me this week because I could uh, hire a yard company to come uh, m mow the rest of my yard for me, which would be wonderful.
Gonna have to do that at least until I get my lawnmower fixed. Quite the misadventures of Timmy Boo this weekend. Listen, uh, I'm so glad to be back actually doing a show. There's very few ways I can injure myself podcasting, I think. We're going to test that theory out today. I do have a bunch of uh, uh, great audio to share with you. First up, you know how much I love domestic disputes. Let's be honest. I love domestic abuse. No, no, I don't. I mean, if it ends with revenge, that's kind of cool. Love to see those getting abused get the last laugh, but I don't like domestic abuse per se. Does it make good content for the show? Of course it does. Just saying. Now, this is not a clip of domestic abuse. This is a, um, a domestic dispute involving a haircut of a four-year-old girl. Now, the little girl wanted her haircut short. She's like, Mommy, I want a bob. And the mom was like, okay, you want short hair? That's cool. You know who did not like the short do? Dad. Dad's got a real problem with short hair. Take a listen. Two daughters' hair off. I didn't chop it off. You're like doing this weird switcheroo thing. She said she wanted a haircut. As I was playing at home, this is the first red flag of the video. Mentions of Illuminati were not even 10 seconds in. Where else could this video go? And she wanted I don't want to talk to you right now. She you're, said, you're, so I'm you're blaming angry. me? I don't want to talk. Hey, why are you so triggered? I hate lesbians. You're turning my daughter into a dyke. He repeats that uh, throughout the video. He, like, you can just tell he's like clenching his teeth. I hate lesbians. I really despise them. Like, lesbians have really done a number on this guy at some Eliza, point in his life. Why are you so triggered? That had to have really pissed him off. You're not allowed to call me triggered. That's my word. I use it on libtards like you. I don't get triggered. I get emotional when exposing pedophile satanic sex rings. I, I wouldn't call that triggered. I hate lesbians. She's not a lesbian. Hair doesn't make a lesbian, John. Sexual orientation she, makes a lesbian. Why are you, you so know triggered? You nothing about anything biblical at all. Sorry, are there passages in the Bible about short-haired women licking puss? Religious people always make the Bible sound way more raunchy than it really is. They start to get me interested Expecting to read about uh, two ancient Middle Eastern bitches scissoring, being sent to hell for their womanly cravings. And then you read the passage they're referring to, and it's like, For she who dons a wicked cloth of shorn fur or weaved fiber has surely committed a crime against nobility and must be punished. Like, that's not hot. I don't even think that's about a lesbian. I think it's just about, like, a woman who stole a hat from a queen or something. Right, I'm sorry. Let's get back to this video here. Not triggered. It pisses me off, and you know it does. She chose, and she said she wanted a haircut. Th- She's let me cut your hair off right is. here. I, that's not my choice. I don't want short hair. I'm gonna cut it off. She said she wanted. A I want to cut it off. You know why? Because when I cut it off, I'm never gonna have sex with you until it's back down here. Oh again. God! Please no anything but that please don't withhold the otherworldly pleasure your four and a half inch pale pink dicklet wields i have seen the error of my ways oh powerful sex god you know why because when i cut it off i'm never gonna have sex with you until it's back down here again 
Uh, she said she wanted a haircut. Okay, she's. I hate why, women with long why are hair. You sexu- I hate them. Why are you sexualizing? I her? will not have sex with my four-year-old girl until she grows her hair out. She's just gonna have to find some other pervert to fuck her. Hi, Galileo twenty-two thirty-three. <laughs> He's always right there. He's ready to move in on a bitch. It's not. It's sexual. No, it's not. It's it's assigning a sexuality to her. It is a sexuality to her. She has a fucking vagina, you dimwit. Um. Slamming doors. I can't be spoken to that way. That's not acceptable. You're just like That's the rest of them. That's not acceptable. That's just not like the acceptable. Rest of them. Are you assigning a sexuality to her? I am. You are. No, you're. She's my you're daughter. Sexualizing her. You piss me off. You're sexualizing her. She's four. No. She's not a sexual being. She's a child. She has a sex. Mm-hmm. And it's a female. Okay, right. Right, but she's not. Her chromosome is female. It's not male. She's not a reproductive age. Nikki, I don't even want to talk to you right now. I told you this. You're pissing me off. You're going to make me say something that I don't want to say. Because up to this point, he's been so restrained. He's been very careful about what comes out of his mouth. Well, there you go. Another couple in love here on Distorted View Daily, the podcast of romance. Where's Janet? Well, I thought you'd be home a couple of hours ago, and what, I what, put what, everything what, away. So what I is this? Pizza? You had just called me. I wouldn't dinner, know. Dinner ready is pizza. Honey, please don't be so loud. Please don't. Let go of me! Listener Pajamas in the Discord for providing a link to that video. Pajamas is great for the wide variety of videos they'll post. You never know what you're going to get. The video prior to this uh, domestic dispute video uh, was a clip from blackpayback.com. Here is a white girl getting railed by a black dude. It's like I'm going to get pregnant and have a black baby. Oh my God. Oh, 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 oh. I'm definitely going to hell. I want you to breathe pee. Uh, uh, uh. No, you don't. I want to end the white race and only make black babies. I want all my white friends to have black babies. Uh, everyone should only be fucking big black cock. And that's one to grow on. All right, moving on now. It has been a hot minute since we've checked in with the YouTube channel Generation Hope, a sort of great value brand Darman, we're not just telling stories, we're changing lives. If you're not a part of the Darman fam, uh, Darman posts videos uh, that really teach morality lessons, I guess, in the dumbest possible way. It's really aimed at the lowest common denominator. Videos like Gold Digger Dumps Broke Boyfriend that regrets her decision. It's always like the most evil person versus the sweetest, most angelic person. Like, why are these two even together in the first place? In the real world, they wouldn't have made it past date number two. You need to buy me that Louis Vuitton purse. It's super cute. I'm sorry, honey. I don't have any money. I gave my last $20 to my mom who desperately needs insulin. When is she gonna die already? She's like fucking 90. Honey, if I could afford it, I would buy you that purse. You could if you took another job. I already have four. How about you sell that watch that I found in your dresser? That watch was given to me by my dad 
three days before he was shot and fell down a flight of stairs, landing on a stage four cancerous growth that he didn't even know he had. The tumor burst and he went into shock. That's why he couldn't move, even though he saw the truck heading right towards him. Oh my God, how many times are you going to tell this story? The truck runs over him and his head pops like a watermelon. So you see, I can't get rid of the watch. It's the last thing my dad gave to me. This is boring. You're poor. I'm breaking up with you. Smell you later, Pop-Tart. And then the big reveal is when the son finds out that uh, that watch, that wasn't just any watch. It was a watch his father actually designed and made himself. He's world-famous watchmaker Eduardo Rolex. And the entire Rolex fortune was left to him. And then there's the scene at the end where the son bumps into the gold digger and she's not doing well. She got knocked up. She has like seven kids. Her rich ass husband lost his job. Now they're poor. See, life lessons are learned. That's, you know, like a typical Darman video. I'm on his page right now. Here are some recent uh, uploads. Kid uh, makes fun of boy with autism. Instantly regrets it. Car mechanic tries to scam a woman, instantly regrets it. Poor girl proves her friends wrong. What happens is shocking. Now, turning our attention to Generation Hope, the trailer trash version of Darman, they've got videos like, Wife hires Hitman to kill husband so she can take millions of dollars. That old classic story. Dad sleeps with 18-year-old babysitter. What happens next will shock you. Pastor sleeps with 18-year-old nun. What happens next will shock you. They do the same thing as Darman. They just recycle a lot of stories. All right, who can this old man have sex with that we haven't done before? We've done the 18-year-old college co-ed. We've done the 18-year-old babysitter. We've done the 18-year-old Starbucks barista. Let's do nun. 18-year-old nun. Or how about 18-year-old deaf mute? Man sleeps with 18-year-old quadruple amputee. Can't run away, Ryan. Oh, you're hurting me. Come on, get in the van. No. You stop struggling. Help. Or I'm gonna hurt you. Help. This is uh, redneck kidnap six year old at Walmart. I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting here for. I'm hurt you. Help. Help. Somebody help. Don't make Please. a sound. I mean it. Please. Somebody don't make help. A Generation Hope has innovated a little bit in this genre. They start their videos at the most dramatic part, right? The girl's screaming, the redneck stuffing her into the trunk. It sucks you in. And then it says earlier that day and we do a rewind. So I'm not going to play the whole thing here. The backstory is we've got a poor family here and it's this little girl's birthday and she can't get anything good because her mommy doesn't work enough. I wish I had pretty things. And the mom's like, one day you will, baby. I'm going to work extra hard to provide. And they're at Walmart shopping and the mom's on the phone, right? Trying to, uh, I don't know, score some crack cocaine. You know how poor people do. Now, the mom's on the phone with like a potential job. So it's very exciting. Like things could possibly be turning around. But the mom is also not paying attention to her little girl. She's at Walmart with. Enter the redneck. You lost? No, my mom's just on a phone call. You look awful lonely. You want some company? I don't think I'm supposed to talk to strangers. You know, that is really very smart. You are a really clever little girl. How old are you? I'm eight. Today's my birthday. Yeah, let me tell you more about me and continue talking to this stranger. It is? Well, happy birthday. What's your name? Haley. That is a very pretty name for a very pretty young lady. See, I know your name. You're no longer a stranger. Come back to my van with me. What you doing on your special day? Well, my mom says we're going to do something special, but she's really busy on a phone call. Oh, I can do something special with you. 
I've got just the thing in mind. Your name's Haley, huh? Yeah, but I didn't get your name. Oh, me? Hi, Galileo2333. That's a funny name. Always Galileo. I'm awful sorry to hear that. She doesn't sound like a very nice mommy. Yeah, my mom kind of sucks. I live in a trailer. She is. She's distressed. Well, maybe there's something special I can do for you. Like what? It was at that moment I lost my innocence. That was a bad question to ask. This is going to have a snowball effect, my friend. Come back to my van and I'll show you. Okay. Boom, she gets molested. Boom, her grades at school start slipping. Boom, she drops out. Boom, she starts drinking to cope. Boom, she can't hold a job. Boom, the drinking leads to drugs. Boom, she's in a grave by the age of 20. Come over to my truck and I'll show you. I don't know. You want to know a secret? Sure. Today's my birthday too. Really? It is. His birthday wish was very different from yours. I wish for an American Girl doll. I wished for a cunt. Strange little cunt. Want to know a secret? Sure. Today's my birthday too. Really? It is. I got a whole cake all to myself. I can share it with you. Yeah, let me just go ask my mom first. Well, why don't we grab her a piece and surprise her with it? Good idea. You really are dumb, aren't you? Uh Uh-huh. Sure. The rest kind of plays out like you heard at the beginning of the video. There just happens to be a boy walking by. He sees what's going on. Let go of her. Walk away, kid. If you don't let go of her right now, I'm going to call the cops. You do that. She's never going to see her mommy again. Let go of her, you pervert. You really need to learn to mind your own business. Anyway, the two guys start fighting. The little girl runs to her mom, who's you know looking for her. Then the mom comes and maces the dude in the face. In the end, they thank the boy for saving the little girl and for also not being a pedophile, too. That would have been what I call double trouble. <laughs> Oh my God, are you okay? I'm okay, thank you. No, thank you. What you did was very brave. My mom was kidnapped by a creep like that. I wish I could have been there to protect her. I did what I would want anyone to do for my sister. Yeah, there's a lot going on in these videos. Can we have a hug? I mean, look, I know this guy came to your defense and all, but really, he's still a stranger. Stop asking people for hugs. Have we learned nothing? You were just almost abducted, what, 20 seconds ago? You're immediately turning around hugging strangers. The the same thing's going to happen next time she goes to Walmart. I guarantee you she's going to get abducted again. She's a lost cause. Put her face on a fucking milk carton now. Get ahead of the game there. Are preemptive Amber Alerts a thing? Because they really need to be. That is the utter clusterfuck that is Generation Hope. I'm sure I'll have some more of those videos for you real soon. Real quick, I've got one more piece of audio for you. It seems like people are just losing their minds everywhere out in public restaurants uber cars it's great for my business business is booming here on distorted view daily got so many clips to choose from it's quite a feast a smorgasbord if you will one place though where i would be on my best behavior i would try to make sure to really hold it together is airplanes up in the sky they don't take a lot of bullshit from people up there they will put your ass on a list and you'll you'll never be up in the sky again A close second is uh, airports. Airport actually might be number one because uh, you're you're on the ground. You're trying to get in the sky, right? You're trying to get on a plane. But if you freak out in an airport, they, they just won't let you board. I've got a clip here of a woman who's sitting on her luggage in line. And she's asked to move because the line is moving. The people ahead of her have gone. Everyone wants to inch closer to the counter. 
But uh, this lady here is uh, resting her ass and she does not want to get up and she gets very angry when uh, people suggest she move. No, entitlement is what you're doing. Thinking that you can come on to my heels. Can you move up, please? Oh, see, no! I get the chance to do it when I want to do it. So it appears, uh, you know, people in line were telling her to move and she wouldn't move. And then a worker, someone from Southwest was like, ma'am, go ahead and uh, step forward. No! Why do I have to move when people tell me to move? I should be able to move on my own terms. She feels like she's being bullied. Come on, my heels. Ma'am, can you move up, please? Oh, see, no! I get the chance to do it when I want to do it. Don't ball up your fist at me, baby. You got the right one. You really got the right one. what you call a lie. No, you are entitled. You are the ones who are entitled. Uh, Hey, I'm not going to escort it out. I don't know what you're saying. It's not spirit. It's kind of hard to hear what that guy was saying. Uh, He's the gate agent. He says, uh, I'm going to have her escorted because uh, I don't know what she thinks, but this is not Spirit Airlines. It's not Spirit. Yeah. Can you just say it's not Spirit? I'm not feeling protected. No. I fear for my safety. Like, lady, you're standing in line. No one is even around you. They don't want to be around you. I'm not feeling protected. I guarantee you she has not been physically assaulted by anyone at Southwest. I to protect myself. And all these people do is You know, she's saying that the people around her are making it seem like she's overreacting, but she's not as she overreacts. She is escorted off. I'm not sure if she was allowed on the plane or if she's being taken to a timeout room or something. What is it about airplanes and airports that get people so nutty? I mean, it is kind of a stressful situation if you're running late, maybe. And then you have the security checks and you got to wear a mask. And some people are just afraid of flying to begin with. So they have a drink or 12 that might get them all riled up. You know, mean drunks. Someone really needs to do a study, though, because there are a lot of problem flyers out there. All right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. Want to help out Distorted View Daily become a true and honorable freak today? When you do, you'll get me one step closer to uh, having some lawn services hired. I really need someone to mow my yard because I'm afraid of hornets or something now. I'm under siege over here. Sign up for the sideshow today. Become a true and honorable freak. When you do, you'll gain access to uh, the entire archive of programs. I've been at this since December 2004. Think about it. It's a daily show. Been at this since 2004. Thousands of past episodes. Almost too much, Tim. I'm sick of my voice, and you can be too. All different variations of my voice, actually. If you go back and listen to those 2004 episodes, I sound very different. I'm like a little boy. By 2007, I sound like a little girl. Now I'm somewhere in between. I exude a lot of masculine energy, but I still have those succulent mommy milkers. I'm an anomaly. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Listen, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Tomorrow is going to be a sideshow exclusive program, and we'll do another one on Thursday. That's the plan, uh, and that's typical. 
Usually there's two Sideshow exclusive podcasts a week, so it's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. For more information, check out superfreaksideshow.com. Also, uh, we've got a Patreon account. Uh, it's another way to help support the show. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Thank you so much to all of my patrons. And of course, you Sideshow Freaks, you are the reason this show continues. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, the uh, Premier of Ontario, Canada. Is that like governor or something? Premier sounds way better than governor. We got some bad names for our politicians. Governor, senator, mayor. Overseas, like in different countries, they've got premiers and queens, chancellors. Just sounds cooler, right? Why does this country suck so hard? I'm leaving. I'm going to renounce my citizenship. You know how people are always saying they're going to leave the country if so-and-so gets elected? They never actually follow through with it, of course. I'm going to be the one person that does follow through, but it's going to be for the stupidest reason possible. I'm I'm going to a country where we've got cooler titles for our politicians. Somewhere where they've got chancellors. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm so sorry. I'm getting off topic once again. Uh, a bee. <laughs> what I'm here to talk about is a bee flying straight into the mouth of Ontario Premier Doug Ford as he was speaking at a news conference on privatizing health care. Wait a second. Canada has public health care and they're trying to privatize it. Now It's like fucking bizarro U.S. Everything's backwards over there. The insect can be seen flying around Ford's face before it dives directly into his mouth. Now, Ford is a bigger guy. I wonder if he was eating something, you know, that that would attract the flies. Like if he had like a glazed donut or something and there was like a little bit of glaze like stuck around his mouth and that attracted the fly. Or maybe he was eating shit prior to his speech. Yeah, the fly went right into his mouth, prompting him to suddenly step back from the microphone and reach into his mouth to try to get the bug out. But it was too late. He either swallowed it or the bug flew down his goddamn gullet. Because this is Distorted View Daily, naturally, I have the audio here. Take a listen. Not coming from the not coming from the uh, government per se, but the premier. You can, you can actually see the fly flying around his face, landing on his mouth. Uh, government per se, but the premier. It's just sort of like just the fly. It's so weird. The fly is literally like on his lip, like lower lip. Just waiting for an opportunity to fly in his mouth. Per se, but the premier is coming from the health sector. <laughs> Holy Christ. What was that? I just swallowed a bee. Oh my Holy God. Christ. I knew that little bugger. Oh, was it a bee or a fly? Okay. Yeah, because it was a down here buzzing around right now. <laughs> he has a lot of he has a lot of real estate. Now, if that was in the clip, okay, this is gonna be replayed over and over again. Hell yeah, Holy it is. Christ, he's, he's wedged in my throat. Sorry, guys. Little bugger got away in there. <laughs> got stuck in his throat. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. He's buzzing in there. Man, he went right down the hatch. Okay, guys. <laughs> this is a classic, okay? <laughs> Holy Christ. Sorry. Oh, this is a good one. I'm going to be howling tonight watching this tape. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, I can't even remember what we're talking about. I'll be rushing to the hospital and get this bee out of here. Anyways, guys, okay, next question. Sorry about that. You don't have to apologize. Make the bee apologize. It's a bad week for people and bees, but 
<laughs> between this guy swallowing one and me getting attacked by yellow jackets. Holy Christ. I just swallowed a bead. Beads? Uh, he drinks from a water bottle before quipping that the clip of the incident was going to get a lot of buzz. Get it? There's going to be, uh, this is going to be played over and over, said Ford. Ford tried to shrug off the intimate moment with the insect, later saying, man, he went right down the hatch. You'd think like the bee would freak out inside of the inside of the guy. It starts like stinging his throat or stomach or something. But apparently uh, Doug Ford is OK. He survived the bee swallowing. Uh, second story we have for you. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida is the most fucked up state. Yes, a Florida woman this year has made more than 11,000 phone calls to 911. Exactly uh, zero of them have been a true emergency. She just really likes to fuck with the police. She does not back the blue. She pranks the blue, apparently. She's made more than 11,000 harassing phone calls to a police emergency communications center, according to cops, who say the defendant admitted that she, quote, loves playing this game. Carla Jefferson, 50, <laughs> 50-year-old woman doing this, was busted Monday evening on a misdemeanor charge of placing a torrent of phone calls to the St. Petersburg Police Department and the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. A criminal complaint alleges that Jefferson, during a single 24-hour period last month, called the police department's emergency uh, communication center 512 times. That's like 21 times every hour. Jefferson, investigators say, harasses, belittles, swears at, and argues with police employees who answer her calls. The content of these calls are vulgar, <laughs> threatening, or obscene. Can we do a Freedom of Information Act? I want all of her calls. Uh, and contain extreme expletives, sexual innuendo, and belittling remarks to the communication staff. On some occasions, Jefferson has demanded that officers come to her St. Petersburg residence and arrest her. Upon the arrival of cops, Jefferson retreats inside, refuses to answer the door, and has in the past given officers the middle finger and then screams at them through the window. It's crazy to me that, you know, the police have been aware of this happening the entire time. This lady has no problem giving out her name and literally telling the cops to come to her house. It's only after the 11,000 call she finally got arrested. In a bid to get Jefferson to cease calling, police officials earlier this year sent a certified letter. Yeah, that'll stop her. A letter. Uh, they sent her a letter informing her that further abuse of the non-emergency line would result in criminal charges. Oh, she called the non-emergency line. That's a whole different story. Well, is she really abusing it then? It's not an emergency she's calling about. All right, Jefferson, who dialed police from two separate numbers, allegedly ignored the warning, prompting cops to arrest her in late June on a pair of misdemeanor counts. She was released from custody after posting $400 bond. Jefferson was arrested Monday for allegedly continuing the phone harassment, even after the June 30th arrest. Jefferson was freed yesterday afternoon. Actually, this must have been like on Friday uh, from the county jail on her own recognizance. Investigators say that Jefferson's 11,000 plus calls accounted for approximately 10% of the total call volume to the St. Petersburg Police Department's non-emergency number. Jefferson does have a bit of a criminal history. It includes multiple felonies and misdemeanor battery convictions and a total of six years in state prison. 
I mean, out of all the crimes she's ever committed, this one's got to be the least violent. Nobody's lives are at risk here. Before, she was uh, beating people up. Battery. Felony battery. She spent time in prison. Now she's just making phone calls and chatting with police officers. Just in a very vulgar way. I want to request the release of those calls. I gotta hear them. All right. uh, Final story we have for you today. Sarah Palin was giving a speech during a Zoom meeting with local leaders in Alaska when a prankster interrupted her by posting an image of uh, dick and nuts. Yeah, and pussy for good measure. Palin, the former Alaska governor and GOP vice presidential nominee, who is currently a candidate for a seat in the House of Representatives, was speaking Thursday during a forum held by the Native Peoples Action, an organization started up by local indigenous groups. I don't know why you would invite Sarah Palin to that, but okay. While Palin was talking, the screen was taken over by someone who posted a graphic drawing. The image went viral on Twitter. It, you know, it's a very crude image. I could barely tell it was a dick. Here's a little clip from the Zoom call. First and foremost, above special interests. And we see so far so just good. too often on the national oh, the level that... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I can make out the dick. I'm sorry. Somebody's messing with this. Hi, we, um, we are getting <laughs> Zoom bombed. So I, well, I'm going to... Yeah, I don't want to look at this. Yeah. Okay, we know, Sarah. You don't want to look at dick doodles. It's not your fault. It's people who are not respecting the process. A free, a free and fair election. Our process. Well, this doesn't really have anything to do with an election, but okay. Who are in the arena allowing us to debate. Shut the fuck up, you nasty bitch. I don't know how the fuck you're talking about saying. I heard, fuck you, nasty bitch. It's pretty sad. <laughs> the image of the penis and vagina was on the screen for a couple of seconds. I guess it's such a bad sketch. I could post this as a as chapter artwork if you really want to see it. Maybe on the show notes or something. When one of the participants apologized for the prank, Palin said it's not your fault. As Palin kept talking, however, she was interrupted by someone yelling obscenities. Shut the fuck up, you nasty bitch. Oh, I guess that's the exact quote the person has heard saying. I don't know how the fuck you come to my state. One of the Zoom participants then identified the prankster as James Anderson, who was removed from the chat. It's not clear whether Anderson was the one who also posted the graphic photo. So there you go. Zoom bombing, by the way. Uh, Those incidents in which pranksters interrupt online meetings by posting pornographic or racist material, my favorite type of material, has surged since the video platform became the preferred method of communication during the pandemic. And stupid idiots don't know how to properly set up their Zoom meetings. Palin is among several candidates competing in Tuesday's ranked choice primary for the at-large House seat representing Alaska. This could give her a boost, a little dick bump. Being featured on Distorted View Daily can't hurt her chances, right? You're welcome, Ms. Palin. That, my friends, is your Distorted News for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Uh, Freaks, I apologize. We were planning on doing a uh, a weekend show this past weekend, but, you know, then I got stung by a bunch of bees and lawnmowers were falling on me and stuff. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit in my room and play Splatoon. And I did. I played Splatoon 2 pretty much all weekend long. It was utterly fantastic. I'm very good at that game in my own mind. It's probably my teammates that are that are good. But I, I squirt a lot of goo. I'm usually ranked number one. Like the, the, the I squirt the most. Blow it out of my gun or whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, this Brent Hatley stuff, it's so crazy because uh, I am totally not invested in any of this. You remember that uh, your distorted view was mentioned in a police report 
It was Distorted View and um, uh, Brad Carter's show, Phone Losers. Um, Brent Hatley said we were harassing him. Never mentioned the guy before in my life. But since then, people keep trying to suck me into this drama, this world that I care very little about. Brent Hatley was this guy who used to be on the Howard Stern show. Now he's fucking his wife and letting his wife fuck other people. They're part of some swinging lifestyle. And I guess they live stream. He seems to have a lot of enemies online. People hate him or maybe they love to hate him. I keep receiving emails from them now. I got an email. Well, first of all, there was an email that was not that was, it was emailed to. <laughs> it was, there was an email to Brent Hatley, but I was uh, CC'd on it. And they were calling him out for homophobic remarks. And then they're trying to drag me into this by saying, I, I'm car, I'm uh, CCing Timmy Boo because he needs to know what a homophobic asshole you are. I don't care if Brent is homophobic or if he's not. I'm gay and I'm homophobic. Gays are super annoying. And this is coming from a colossal dick sucker. But then like Brent um, messaged me directly. I, I never read it on the show. He wrote this whole long email. Which I didn't really, I don't think I responded to it. He was trying to say, like, look, there are trolls after me. I'm not homophobic. I don't know how you got dragged into this. I, I don't know how I got dragged into this. But then I got another email today, and it was like, hey, I heard you wanted to interview me on your show. Which I don't. I don't think. I mean, should I? I'll leave it up to you, freak. Should I have Brent Hatley on the show? If so, what should I ask him? What the fuck's the point of this all? On one hand, it would be kind of interesting to talk to them and and hear like what the hell's going on in his life and how these trolls are after him supposedly and where distorted view fits in all of this on the other hand i feel like i'd be giving in to something like some force wants me to interview brent and i don't like to be forced to do stuff again i I, I, call into the voicemail line or email me if you have an opinion either way on this 2024 2024 we don't have to deal with dumbasses like you Democrats do. Because we are the dumbasses! Yeah, 24! Yeah! Alright, very good. Sounds like an intelligent voter calling in there. Hey, Pimp. Daddy's comment calling up about Chinese food. Uh, you missed two gradations, two levels of Chinese Okay, first thing you need to explain is what the hell gradations mean. Uh, below the mall court. Oh, like gradient? Chinese, the mall food court, Chinese food. I only know what gradient means because I use Photoshop. Is the Chinese buffets run by white people. There's one of these oh. near where my, my parents live. My mom for years considered it the best. I have never been to a Chinese restaurant that has been owned by white people. That is crazy. Is that like a southern thing or midwestern restaurant around you go in and it's got dry general gao's chicken where you can see crystallized general gao sugar coming out of the uh sauce and they've got you know pizza and uh macaroni and cheese it's basically yeah it, it, it was crap You know what? I've been to plenty of Chinese buffets in my time. I mean, take a look at my gut. You know, I've been there. But uh, I've been to plenty where it's been owned by Chinese, or at least uh, there are Chinese people that work there. And um, uh, they offered sometimes macaroni and cheese or chicken nuggies or something for the kids. Decorated. And there were no actual Chinese people there. So my mom was pleased with that. And then in in, in terms of, of quality, you get the Chinese restaurants that that I prefer, which are the Chinese restaurants in areas with a lot of actual Chinese immigrants, 
where the Chinese immigrants eat. The kind of places where they've got two menus. One... Yeah, Lord Douche will always be on the lookout for that, too. It's like Indian restaurants or Chinese restaurants. If you see other Chinese Indian people eating there, you know you've, you've struck gold. The Caucasian chow menu in English, and then the Chinese-only menu. I, I've, I've got some friends who've ordered for, for me from the Chinese-only menu. And uh, that's really good stuff. Huh. And it's usually pretty cheap. So, you know, it's, it's, it's this great rubric, it's this great intersection of high quality and low cost. But it got to be an area with a lot of Chinese people there because it's just for some reason they don't. What the hell did I eat this weekend and I was blown away by the cost? It was not in a good way. Oh, uh, this place called Izzy's. Do you guys have Izzy's everywhere? It's like um, uh, like sandwiches, right? Like it's supposed to be like yes. deli sandwiches, like pastrami, corned beef, turkey Rubens, that type of thing. So I got uh, two sandwiches, right? Not even on like real special bread. It was like rye bread, just a standard rye piece of bread. So the sandwiches weren't super big or anything. It was just like a standard piece of bread, you know, like sliced bread. It had, uh, it may have had corned beef and pastrami or maybe just corned beef. I don't know. We got two of them. I got one for Lord Douche, one for me, and uh, two bowls of uh, matzo ball soup. It came to 40 some dollars. This, and this is like a like a fast casual place. It's not like a fancy sit down restaurant. Soup and a sandwich. And I guess you get like a side with it too. But that that comes standard with the sandwich, right? It was like those, you know, potato cake type things. Just a standard side. Not that, that wasn't any more. Isn't that fucking outrageous for a, just a, a soup and a sandwich? $20, $25. I could maybe understand. Everything is just out of control price wise. It's, I'm getting priced out of fast casual food now. That message. Oh, this is Lord, or not Lord Douche. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Vlad. I'm a pedophile. In my cock. Hold on here. I, I've got to set this up because we've got a, a lot of new listeners, I think, because we're running that ad on Overcast. Bunch of people checking out the podcast. Vlad is a listener of the show, and occasionally he will call one of these uh, old school telephone party lines. It's those services, you call this phone number, and you can chat with other people, leave little personal ad messages, and connect. But Vlad will do it. He'll call into our voicemail line while he is live on this phone service, and it sounds like uh, we've got a pedophile leaving a personal ad here. Listen to that again. That message again. Hi, I'm a pedophile, and my cock and balls are full of cum. <laughs> I want to drain you... My cum in your butt and puss in your mouth. <laughs> Why don't you talk to this filthy fucking daddy? I want to come really hard. We've changed your options, so please. I've said it before. I say it every time we call the party line, but I, how is the FBI not investigating the, these services? People come right out and say, I am a pedophile. My, my balls are full of cum. I need to drain them in a little child. Please don't isolate that audio, by the way. I do not come off sounding good there. Go ahead. You're connected. When done, hit the pound sign. That's the pound <clears throat> sign. Say hello. Hey there, Shitstick. How are you? Now, again, this is Vlad, who is a man, but does a super convincing woman, in my opinion. Very jealous. Oh, fucking horny and fucking hard. How are you? I am absolutely thrilled to be talking to a disgusting <laughs> pedophile. 
Oh, well, I am a pal, pal. Hope that don't bother you. Oh, no. I just think oh. that's really great. So tell me, tell me about your, um, I've been your old stepdaughter. Well, I do have a lot of your old stepdaughter, and I play, play with her a lot. I love that he says he has a stepdaughter. It's like on Pornhub. You know, it's always mother, stepson, or father, stepdaughter, because otherwise it's considered incest, and that's wrong. That's illegal. She loves playing with my husband's stepcock. Um, I do finger her. And we do take showers together. Okay. A lot of confessions there. Oh, my goodness. What's your phone number? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that means he hung up. It's so funny because I was going to say, Vlad, you need to get this guy's actual phone number a, you know, for the authorities, but also for me because I would call him directly and play with him too. <laughs> I don't know if play with him is the, is the right choice of words I should have used, but you know, mess with him. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Tom. No, you did your best. I would have tried the same thing. <laughs> Don't worry, he'll be back on the party line. We'll get him again. Vlad, if you are ever on the party line and you hear his message again, you see that he's on, you, you let me know right away. I'll, I'll call the party line, too. I want to I crack at him. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line 48206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God, it's no oh God. I am a pedophile. My, my balls are full of cum. I need to drain them in a little child. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Uh, remember, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will be back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Excuse me. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.